0: Okay, the next argued case is number 22, 1397, IP Partnership LP against Meta Platforms Incorporated. Mr. Landis.
1: May it please the court. Your mm-hmm. Honors, the district court's decision finding the 300 patent invalid under Section 101 suffers from a failing that this court has cautioned lower courts about on numerous occasions, oversimplifying the claims. That is what this court did, oversimplified these claims. By doing so, the lower court disregarded the claim language, its own claim constructions of that language, and the teachings of the specification. And there's one quote from the court's opinion, and this is at Appendix 10, that I think somewhat sums this up. court states quote. Unlike the hyperlink problem addressed in DDR Holdings, which did not have a real-world and the court-omitted problem, the problem the 300 patent attempts to address, finding information that matches the user's intent, is a long-standing problem that existed long before the advent of computers and is not unique to the Internet. But that's not what these claims are about. They're not about just finding anyone's intent about anything. The claims are specific... That they are to finding the intent of a person who's come to a particular website or web page within a website. I think it's important for terminology here to understand some of the terminology used in this patent. We have websites or namespaces, which is a collection of web pages, and then web pages.
2: Counselor, on page ten of your of your brief, um, <clears throat> you say that. The claims of the 300-pan recite specific systems and methods for improving, uh, by creating a new component. Well, what, what, what does that mean?
1: Yes, is, Your Honor. Is
2: this, are the systems and methods, is, are you really claiming a new component and apparatus here?
1: We are claiming, what, what, what the, what the claims have is a component within the methods called the intent engine. That intent engine is a new thing. It was something that didn't exist in navigating through websites to get to particular web pages. And in the method claim, that component is claimed within the steps of the method. We're not claiming that component. Claim claim 11 has the tool itself. But claims 1 and 5 are method claims. Within those claims, there is this component of the intent engine. And it was a new component. It hadn't existed before. And in fact, when you look at the specification in column three, this is appendix 26. In column three, starting at line six through 10, the specification specifically says this tool, referring to the intent engine, this tool fills a gap between traditional so site so navigation. The, is this, is the
2: intent engine, the, you, you would argue that that's the claimed advance of the invention?
1: Yes, your honor. It's it's not a claim – it's a claim to advance. It's what makes it not abstract. We relate this to DDR because when I read the court's decisions as to how sometimes we're looking at when things are abstract or not abstract is, are you doing something that's altering what was going on within a computer or, in this case, within the Internet?
0: Are you relying on the intent engine for both steps one and step two of the test or just step two? I want to make sure I understand the scope of your argument.
1: We're relying on it for both steps one and step two because it's the intent engine that makes this case similar to DDR. In DDR, you had the situation where on the Internet in the past, you go to a website and there's a hyperlink. And when you click that hyperlink, it removes you from the page you're on and takes you to a new page. And the inventors in DDR said, that doesn't seem like a system we like. We want to be able to keep you on that page and bring up this new page that you want. And so what they did is they sent back a hybrid page that included both of them. What you had in the past here was navigation systems that would require somebody to input a search, for example. That's referenced in column three. Faceted navigation, which would be like drop-down menus that you could click on and click on and move and move and move. And other types of navigation, things like those that I just mentioned. What this invention said was we want to be able to have somebody come to a web page, and we're going to try to figure out what do they want by coming to that web page without them having to do all this stuff and then present them with an option. Do you want to go
2: here? When does, when, when does this happen? When somebody approaches the computer? When somebody sits in the chair? You know, When is this intent discerned?
1: So, for example, Your Honor, the patent talks about that, again, in column three, this is at line, uh, you could really go from about line 38 through 45, but in particular, line 41 through 43. It's talking about, in this instance, in this example, one example would be when they enter the URL. So the URL gets entered. Now the system, but as I, is described I, here.
2: It, it, didn't, it didn't detect my intent. I mean, I told it.
1: You told it the web page you wanted to be on, but not necessarily what you are looking for. In other words, an example would be uh, I'm a football fan. I go to the NFL website. And this system would possibly bring up and suggest, oh, I think you might be looking for jerseys, a web page within that website, and make that suggestion to me. And then I can confirm, yes, I want that, or no, I don't want that. And then it would alter whatever happens. Or if I do want it, it would then provide me a link to that page so I could get there without me having to search, without me having to enter anything. That's what this invention did. And at the time of this invention, that didn't exist in the world of navigating through websites. And so that's why we believe this case is very akin to DDR because it was altering how you move through websites how a user can navigate through those websites. Does it improve
2: how you navigate?
1: I don't think... It's, I don't know if you can call it an improvement, but what it is is a way for you to more quickly and efficiently get a user to the information they want. And that is one of the things this court has why said... Why is that
2: not just simple manipulation
1: of information? Well, I mean... I think, in a general sense, that the internet generally is just a manipulation of information. But I don't think this is a manipulation of information because what you're trying to do is use, as is described in column three, statistical information to determine when somebody comes here they probably want X. So I'm going to present them with X. So you are you are not just manipulating information. You're actually moving them to places where you think they want to be without them necessarily providing you the information that says, like in a search engine, I want X.
0: Now, do the claims themselves actually explain how the intent engine does that?
1: Your Honor, I think the steps of the claims are what the the intent engine is is going through. Um, But I would agree, the the claims do not have, for example, programming steps of the intent engine in them. Um, But it is the process with which is, is going to be happening within this system. And I think for the 101 analysis, what's important is, is it abstract? In other words, was it there before? Are we usurping something that you can't do? And that's not happening here. What we have done is provided a more efficient system to the end user to be able to get to the information they want in a new and different way that had existed before. And that is where I think the court really oversimplified this, and, and frankly, the defendant oversimplifies it. I know their analogy is to a librarian, but if you take that analogy to its fullest extent, here what it would mean would be not that you walk into the library and you tell them, I'm in class 404, what books do I need? It's you walk into the library, which is the webpage, and they point you to that. That's what it is. That doesn't happen at a library. It's never happened at a library. You go in and you have to go and look it up or you have to ask somebody for a particular thing. If
2: if my son comes to me and says, I'm going to go visit a national park. I'm going to go to Yellowstone. And then I say, well, you ought to also consider the National Arcway Park or Big Bend Park. Am I addressing the intent? I've discerned the intent of my son.
1: Well, I think you've been told the intent of your son at that point in time. He said, I'm going to go to a national park. So you now know he wants to visit national parks. So,
2: so up to this point, the system hasn't done anything. I mean, i have
1: In your example, Your Honor? Yeah. in In your example, I think the system doesn't even come into play because your your example, I think, is akin to your son having a search bar on a website and he enters... Big Bend National Park. And then maybe the search comes up with Big Bend National Park and another national park or whatever it is. That's what happened. This is your son goes to a website that may or may not have to do with national parks. And for whatever reason, there's something about that website that the system has now decided or figured out statistically one way. That people that come here are interested in this and then makes the suggestion to your son about national parks without your son saying, this is what I want to do.
2: That, that certainly seems abstract to
1: me at step one. <laughs> I, I understand, Your Honor, but, but it just simply wasn't the way searching was done. And, and we, it wasn't the way navigation was done at this point in time. And the specification goes into detail, the entire specification. One of the things the court says that there's no detail about the intent engine. The entire specification is detail about the intent engine. One of the ways you know that this didn't exist is nobody in this case argued during claim construction that there was a plain, ordinary, meaning of intent engine. No one. The parties looked at the specification and agreed to the construction. And that construction is a software component for collecting and analyzing intent data from visitors. And it's from visitors to websites that software component is described in the specification the only way you can describe it's, software. it's a software component for what it's a software component that would be put into use your it for collection and analyzing the data of visitors to websites yes and that's what it that's what it does it collects and analyzes intent data and then it takes that and allows for navigation in a unique and different way that hadn't happened in the past. And that's where I think it takes it out of the abstractness. Um,
0: Do the claims themselves or the claim construction that you just point us to tell us anything about how the intent engine actually works or operates?
1: So, Your Honor, the, the claims themselves talk about what's going on within the intent engine, but the claims do not delineate, for example... Uh, programming steps of the intent engine. The claims are not addressing that. The claims are in- addressing what the intent engine does with information.
2: It, what, what, what its function?
1: The, right? Yes, and these are method claims. So yes, it's all describing functions of, of that intent engine and what it is.
2: I mean. We don't see the claims don't say and the specification doesn't say how it does that. What's the, What's the algorithm? What are the steps?
1: What? Right. The claims don't, the claims don't get in. The claims are not claiming the intent engine itself. That, that is true. I can admit that to the court. The claims are not claiming the intent that's engine what, itself.
2: That's what you told me in the beginning. That's what the claims are directed to. And that's step one, Alice. What are the claims directed to? You said it's, and the way I understand you, is that it's this intent engine? I, I
1: want to be and clear. There,
2: I don't even know what that means. What what does engine mean? Do I there's a little combustion engine in there? You know, so, is it motors that run around? And then the intent also is
1: abstract. I mean, just
2: what, what does what does that mean? And I
1: completely agree. The words themselves can, when you hear them, you're thinking, okay, it's intent. What does it mean? But there's really no other way to describe what this system did because it wasn't using that you had to come in and enter a search or something like that. This system was about trying to figure out without being given that information where somebody wanted to go. And I would just point out that in DDR, there was no explanation of how DDR did its operations either. It was to serve a composite web page. That's all the claim said. But this court looked to the specification and what the specification said about that composite web page to determine that this was a new operation of the Internet in DDR. I think we have the same thing here. This is a new operation.
0: Do you agree that claim one is representative of the claims here?
1: It's certainly representative of the method claims. I'm not certain it's representative of claim 11, but I can admit to the court that the focus of this briefing was really on the method claims and not claim 11.
0: So, in our opinion, you would agree that we can just focus on claim one?
1: Yes, Your Honor. I would say that's true. Uh, I'm out of time. I'll save the rest of my time for rebuttal unless there's further questions.
0: Okay. Good idea. We'll save. We'll save for rebuttal.
3: Ms. Keith? Good afternoon, Your Honors. Very briefly, I'd just like to take us back to the claim itself. And the claim itself tells us everything we need to know about how abstract the claim is. The claim calls for information to be received. And that information could be something like a web page or it could be a name of a page. Then it's processed in order to determine an inferred intent. We have no explanation of how, no explanation of what's done, just process it. And then whatever that guess is, is provided in the next step back to the browser. Then the browser says, did you like my idea? Did you like my suggestion? And then it receives that information, processes it again, and then gives another suggestion, sends it back, and says, okay, this time rank the suggestion. So that the next time somebody comes to the web page, we can use what you said, yes, I like this, to make a guess about why they're here. This is exactly like electric power, which talked about receiving, processing, and displaying data. We know from the specification itself, the specification tells us that its entire gist, this is at Appendix 25, Column 2, Lines 42 through 43, is to collect, analyze, and use intent data. This is a simple human problem that's being solved of making sure people get the right information so that they are happy with their experience. And I heard what Your Honors heard during the opening argument, which is that the intent engine was the whole thing that made this all different. But we also heard the admission that the intent engine is not an improvement. We also heard that there's no description of how the intent engine works in the claims themselves. In fact, the only thing we know about the intent engine is that it can be programmed on pretty much any processing that you can use, and we see that in column two as well. And then we know from the figures that it's nothing more than receive information, process it, and spit it back out, the height of abstraction. Another case I would point your honors to that is directly on point is the... Um, sorry, is IV versus Capital One, where we're taking in navigation information in order to tailor information to a human being so that they get the information that they want. That case also had the terms web page and display entered into a claim construction. That didn't take it out of the realm of the abstract. That case also had a determination that something that made it dynamic or more efficient was also not enough to take it out of the realm of the abstract. So, How do you with that, you distinguish your honor,
0: DDR. Um, they spend a lot of time talking about DDR. How do you distinguish it?
3: Absolutely, your honor. So, DDR actually dealt with a non-human problem. This was a problem that arose only in the context of the internet. Because if, for example, you're at Home Depot and you go up to the Black and Decker display and you touch the Black and Decker display, you're not transported to the Black and Decker store. But on the Internet, if you happen to click on a Black & Decker link, you're taken off the Home Depot website. And all of a sudden, the stats were finding that once you're off that website, you're not likely to go back to it. You'd rather buy it from there. So what the patent owner did there is said, you know what, I'm going to fool the user by creating a new frame. And the frame would make sure that people thought they were still on the website. So it did change the way in which navigation happened. When you clicked on the hyperlink in DDR, something different happened. And that was claimed, because the claim did talk about creating that frame and making sure that it looked different. It became a hybrid website. Here, the problem that's being addressed is not a technological problem that exists only on the Internet. The problem being addressed is making sure a human being gets the information that they want, make sure they get to the right place. The example we used in our brief was a Librarian. He uses an example of the NFL page. The one I thought of this morning is I'm dressed in casual attire and I'm carrying a picnic basket and I walk into a grocery store and the greeter says to me, oh, it looks like you're going on a picnic. Would you like to be sent to the deli? And I confirm and say yes. And he says, deli, aisle one and sends me over there. He guessed what I wanted and then sent me there. That's the human problem that's being solved. That's why DDR doesn't apply.
0: Do you also agree that we can treat claim one as representative? Of Absolutely, the
3: Your Honor. If Your Honors don't have any other questions,
0: well, I think we're all right.
3: Thank I
1: appreciate you it, your, your Honor.
0: Rebuttal. Thank you. Just please proceed. I don't
1: know if we should wait for Judge yeah, he, he He's asked us to continue, but. Uh, yes, Your Honor. I'm going to be very. If, if, if need be, we can repeat. Thank you, Your Honor. I'm going to be very brief. Um, I do think this is an internet problem. This isn't a problem that you get just anywhere else. This is a problem of figuring out and helping people more efficiently and quickly get to the web pages that they are seeking. That is a problem unique to the internet. It's not a problem you find anywhere else because it's the only place the websites and the web pages exist is on the internet. This is an internet problem. And there were other ways to do this. There were other ways to get people to those web pages, but these inventors found that they were less efficient and quick than trying to discern the intent of people when they come to certain web pages as to what else within that website, the bigger website they might be interested in and get them to those pages quicker. That is what this invention was about. And the only other thing I would like to just mention is She's mentioned, uh, opposing counsel mentioned that, well, this can be used on pla- on these platforms. Well, of course. Web services are inherently done on certain platforms. These are the platforms where these tools are initiated. And so, patent naturally references those platforms where the tool will operate. That's what they're there for. Unless your honor so I have anything further, that's all I have.
0: Anything that you want to ask that?
1: No, I'm okay.
0: Any more questions? Okay.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you both. The case is taken under submission. And that concludes this panel's arguments for today.